Welcome to our Panini. This is Saratova Best. Okay, so Parshas Chayesara, and we're talking about the Shlichus of Eliezer to find a wife for, for Yitzchak. Um, what does it have to do with us? So when you, here's the question we want to ask ourselves. As we travel through the world and travel on our journey in life, what are we here to do? How do you do it? How do you know if you're succeeding? Um, <laughs> how does all that fit together? And how do we, where do we see that from this shidduch of Yitzchak and Rivka? So it turns out that in Lakote Taira at the end, the Altarab explains that this, this marriage of Yitzchak and Rivka is what's called an Inyan Achikwali Bataira and Ganseder Hishtalshus. It's the most fundamental thing in all of creation. This wedding, this union between Yitzchak and Rivka. Because it's not a personal union. It's a, it's a, it's a general union that spans spiritual, physical, upper, lower world, you name it. And it's, it's called, in Lakota Torah, the Yichud of Manban. And it has everything to do with who you are today and whom you want to become and where you're going in your life. Because what is the Yichud of Manban? What is Ma? It's two aspects of Hashem. As he is, Ma is as he is, above, higher than nature, as he expresses himself higher than nature, and Ban as he expresses himself down here in nature. This, if this is a, a not smooth recording, it's because whatever, I'm in a car and they're driving stop and start and stop and start. So, which is, by the way, indicative of what the Yehud of Man Ban is all about. It is a bumpy journey. This bringing together. What are we bringing together? Imagine this. If you could, if, if you could put, imagine in a pictorial form, the energy of Ma, Hashem, as he's above the world. Give it a name. Call it Yitzchak. Yitzchak was like that. He was above the world. He never left Eretz throw. He was a pure carbon. He never left. He wasn't involved with the world. He didn't have a website. He didn't have a WhatsApp account. He was completely above the world. Now, Rivka, on the other hand, that's the energy of Ban. Rivka lived with gangsters. She herself was pure and perfect and had to be taken out of that place at the very second that it was, that it was time and she couldn't stay a second longer. But she is so to speak, Hashem, as he brings himself down into a very ugly, depraved world like we're in today, and she remains pure. So now, that's you. Here we are now, I'm saying at this point in history, as we express ourselves as the epitome of Rivka, we as the Rivka Menu, we are those pure Yidden in a very ugly, dirty, corrupt world that's unfolding in its corruption as we sit here and flexing its corrupt muscles. And we are the pure little malach, you know, pure little neshamalach embedded in this world, which is why I feel so hard. Because we're pure. The world is corrupt. Not, it's not a great combination, and yet, obviously, Hashem wants us here. 
So that's the bond part with the name Rivka. And there we also have the other part of ourselves. Now, if we're not just talking about Hashem, but ourselves. The Ma part, the part of ourselves that has nothing to do with the world, just pure, when we're learning Kaira, just pure, not relating to any of that. That's why I often say, there, at this point in history, there are three kinds of people. Those who just want to remain above the world, I don't want to know the news, I don't want to know what's going on in the world, I have nothing to do with it. Uh, it's For me, it's same as of 1972, 82, 92, 202, it's all the same. I don't know anything about the world, I don't want to know. That's one type of group. That's more the Ma part. Let's stay above the world. Then there are the Ban people, very immersed in knowing what, what's going on in the world, and it's tough. And then there are those who span both, have a foot in both worlds. So, and everybody according to their emotional vessels will pick where they belong. The sturdier ones will know what's going on in the world. Other people who want to remain aloof will stay out of it. And those people who can bridge the gap, bridge, span the distance between the two, that's what they're doing. Ultimately, all of us are supposed to span the distance between the two, but but it's not a simple thing to do. So each one in his own way. So now, where do we get the kaya for that? From the marriage, the shidduch, the union of of of, of Yitzchak and Rivka, the yichud of Ma'anban. That's what it's called in the Kodetara and Chassidus, the yichud of Ma'anban. It also means the union of your neshama and your body, etc. The pure Jewish people with the world, etc., etc. So, the chiddush of Matan Taira is that this barrier between Ma'an Ban was taken out, and then we were given the kayach to put the two together. To put together Ruchnius and Gashmius. So that the physical body, a physical thing, should be able to be holy. In fact, a chetzav kedusha, a something on which you can do an oath, a holy oath. And the full yichud, the full union of these, will be in the gula, will be in Mashiach times. When the kebet decided together, the feminine will sur- aspect will surround the masculine aspect. Remember that Rivka was ban. Rivka, as a female, was actually able, interestingly, to be more immersed in the world. Plus, Yitzchak came from a gangster family. Yitzchak had to stay away from away from all the corruption of the world. It's interesting that Rivka, the feminine energy, had the ability to be in a very, very corrupt, very corrupt, depraved family and survive and remain pure. And Yitzchak had to remain aloof. So then we can understand why in the merit of Jewish women, righteous women, women can be immersed in the world and it's a tough world and yet somehow remain spiritually pure. So, and she was like a rose among thorns. Her family was thorns. She was a rose. So, um, what kind of a person can create such a union? 
In other words, we think, okay, so if that's what we are, we're here to do the third one. Unify the two. Pure holiness with a very corrupt world. For the, what purpose? To turn this corrupt world, which is visibly more corrupt than ever before, in a sense, to turn it into a holy world. What does that mean, visibly more corrupt than ever before? The world was always corrupt. But we always knew there's the world of hidden, hidden and Yiddishkeit, which is pure. And then there's the world, there's the world of the nations, which was always corrupt. You know, in a sense, in a sense, when we, you know, when the Rebbe tells the story of, um, of who was it that Tana, I think, that had to bring earth, that had to bring a gift to, to Caesar, and he, he ended up coming because somebody stole all of his jewels. He ended up arriving with a, a chest full of dirt. And of course, the Roman emperor was furious. Who was it? I forget. Oh, maybe. And what happened? That Amala came along and said, Your Majesty, Your Majesty. This is special dirt, like the dirt of Avinu. When he threw it, it be- turned into arrows, and he was able to win the war. Well, that saved the day. So the comment in the Sikha, where the Rebbe talks about it, you know, was that, that someone said, so the Malach said to the, to the Roman emperor, try it in one of your wars, and you'll see. So the Rebbe's comment was, by the guy himself, they have enough wars going on that they can always pull another one out of their pocket. That's what they're about. That's what they were about. The nations. Not creating peace, more wars. They were about making wars. And we just hoped that they wouldn't do wars on us. But that's the way it was. By the guy himself, they're not lacking in wars. There's plenty of places that try out this miraculous dirt, this miraculous earth. And it worked. Baruch Hashem. Hashem made a nace. So our job, oh, so what's different in the world today? It was always a corrupt world. By the guy himself, Nishkei Milchamas. But today they themselves are realizing the corruption, the ugliness, the evil. They themselves, that's called real purification. So that's amazing news, that they themselves, half of them, half of them are not, half of them are trying to suppress the truth, and half are actually seeing through the the evil to see the truth. That's an incredible miracle, a Mashiach miracle. However, the problem is that as all of this revelation is happening, the world looks very messy, and it's not a lot of fun to be one of the citizens of such a world when the evil is exploding and all the pus, excuse me, is coming out. All the infection is coming out. It's true that the infection is cleaning, but it's, it's, it can be frightening and startling and scary and, and, and ugly. 
and you have to have a strong stomach for it. And yet we are here in this world today to shine our pure light into this ugly world and make it a beautiful world. So in walks Eliezer. Who's Eliezer? Eliezer is the shaliach that's sent to create this union between Man Ban, between Yitzchak and Rivka, between the pure holiness and the ugly, mundane, depraved world. Again, Rivka was not depraved, but she lived in that world. So the Shadchan to do this is a shliach, and and through this we also we be, we are these seichluchim. We are, in a sense, the Eliezer's of the generation to put together these two. So here's the question. What kind of a person, what do you have to do to create a union of manban? What do you have to do? You can't do it unless you are it. In order to create such a union, you must be such a union, because no one else could do it. You've got to be fully from the world of Ma and fully from the world of Ban. You've got to be fully like Yitzchak and fully like Rivka. You've got to be both of them at the same time. If you're not, you can't put the two together. You can't just get any regular, not very skilled Shadchan to do this Shadduch. So here's the question. If you have a bia to do it, what kind of a is a union of man-ban? Is a union of spiritual and physical? The kind of person that is, is called a shaliach. A shaliach. By definition, a shaliach is a union of man-ban. Where's the ma part? Where's the ban part? The ma part is, remember, above the world. Totally bottle to the Mishalea. Totally bottle to the one who sends you. Not deviating one drop from the Mishalea from what he sends you. From what, what he tells you to do. That's the ma part. That's the lofty, pure, spiritual part. No deviation. No changing. Just follow directions. Follow the rules. Be a soldier. Just follow. Total bittle. Transparent. What's the ban part? You have to be a messias, a separate messias, a separate existence. You have to have your own ideas, your own thoughts, your own abilities, your own talents, and you have to use them. So this is a, almost an impossible combination. On the one hand, no, no thoughts. Don't think, don't anything, just be totally bustled to what the Mishalash tells you. On the other hand, you have to use all your own ideas. Huh. That's a tough combination. And only such a combination, that's called the Shaliyah. If you're doing that, you're a Shaliyah. If you're not, you're not really a Shaliyah. If you change the rules, if you say, well, 
the shliach, the mishaleach told me to do this, but I don't want to, then you're no longer called a shliach. And yet, if you step into that role of a shliach, then you have the ability to do the ultimate job. And you don't have to be a formal shliach who owns a formal Chabad house. As, but any single Jew, every single Jew is a shliach to do this. What is Hashem telling me to do? I'm bustled to it. But how do I figure out how to do it? Well, that's why he gave you talents and abilities and a mind and a brain, if it still works, to think how to carry this out. Do you want to do a podcast? Do you want to do live gatherings? Do you want to do a Zoom call? Do you want to do a fashion show? What do you want to do? What are you good at? you want to get together with other people, create groups to do these things? How do you want to bring the light of truth of Hashem into this very depraved and very dark world? You're being empowered. You're the Eliezer of the generation. So, and that explains why, as we said yesterday, everything that the Meshaleach has, he gives to you. Because this is what he's here for. To get that job done. To permeate this very dark world with the light of Hashem so fully that no one ever remembers that it was once a dark world. One day, in Yemaisa Mashiach, we'll look back and say, remember when it was a dark world? And say, dark world, dark world. Uh, remind me, what, what, how did it look? And people have to read stories to know how it looked. So, um, let's let's go into one last little piece before we sum this all up. So now we're going to understand why Mashiach. This is Mashiach's project. What is Mashiach here to do? To create the Yehud of Manban. Mashiach makes a dark world light forever. And he is a leader who creates leaders forever. That's why it's called Yemais HaMashiach. He's forever going to do it. And we will have those abilities because he is activating us to do it. Hashem empowers him to do that. So therefore, Mashiach himself has to be a shaliach. He has to be a perfect yichud. A shaliach, as we said, is a perfect yichud of manban. His shlichus is to bring the gula mitis vashlema and forever and ever after fill the world, make keep the bring the world to a higher level of of light and higher level of truth and purity and truth and purity. Right now, what we see happening in the world is that there is a fight of falsehood trying to take over the world. And any time truth comes up, it is suppressed by the media. And it's an intense fight. But we end, know the end of the story. Truth will win. The suppression will stop. There will be free will once again, free choice once again. There will no longer... This temporary period of suppression we're in suppressing the truth, is only expressing that all through history, really, 
Amalek and the Nachash HaKadmani and all the bad guys, they were always suppressing truth. They were always suppressing the truth of Hashem. That's why they never liked Yidin. Because Yidin stood for truth, and they didn't like it. So, well, let's just not have Yidin around, so we don't have to hear about truth. But it never came to a head like it did, like it is now, where the attempt to suppress truth about anything is so intense that you can see it as a three-year-old, you know, gee, they're really into suppressing truth. And yet, truth will shine through. It will shine through the clouds. So why does Mashiach have to be a shliach? Where do you see, because in order to do the, in order to do the job, you need to be it yourself. So where do we see that he is? First of all, what is he do, here to do? Yilchom HaKamas Hashem, to fight the wars of Hashem and win. We're in the middle of the wars of Hashem right now in a very intense way. And Mashiach will win. We will win. Hashem will win. Truth will win. The Yinaseach. So, um, and that's why Maishra Rabbeinu, when he was told by Hashem, go take the Yidna out of Galas, he said, no, 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 just send Mashiach. But he didn't say those words. He said, Shlach Nabiyad Tishlach. What he was doing was putting together all of the energies of the first Redeemer, of himself, with the last Redeemer, Mashiach. Maishir Benu Chachma, all the wisdom, all the... We have, we have a lot of wisdom. We've learned a lot. We have a lot of wisdom. It's not enough on its own. To bring the Geula, you don't need just wisdom. You need also Kabbalah to be able to so directly receive from Hashem and not get in the way. You know how today in the world of emotional healing they say, if you just keep yourself out of the way when it comes to Chinuch, they say just stay out of the way, don't and you'll be good. And when it comes to Chinuch of yourself and being successful in life, they say, if you can just get yourself out of the way, and when it comes to emotional healing, every healer knows, if you can just get yourself out of the way with all your shtick and all your narishkeit, you will be able to enable healing, move yourself forward, be successful, create successful chinuch in yourself and in others, light up the world, all that stuff. Just get all your narishkeit out of the way. Just get it out of the way. Bittel, malchus, Mashiach. Transparent. Just receive. And therefore, every yid is a shliach of Hashem, l'shamesh eskaina, to serve our maker. That means l'hayar al-aris, to illuminate the world. Light up the whole world with the light of Kedusha and godly light. And in this, there are two, two meanings. L'shamesh means shemesh, you're the sun. You're the light. You are the light. Sounds like one of those songs. You are the light. The shamish, shemesh, is kind to serve your maker. And shamish is also shemush, to serve your maker. You are complete. You're just a servant. So wait a minute. Am I the sun or the moon? Like, am I the big cheese that I light up the whole world? Or am I 
the receiver? Am I the receiver that, you know, just has to receive? And in order to be a shaliach and a, and a yid as a yid, as a Jew, as a Jew is supposed to be today, we need those two extremes. To be a mashpia and a makabal at the same time. To serve my maker, to be the shemesh, the sun, and to be the servant. And I was not created other for anything other than to serve my maker. Those two, those two extremes. So from this we know that the kayach for shlichus, the chlal in general, comes from the very first shlichus in the Torah, which is in this week's parsha. The, creating the union of, Rif, of Yitzchak and Rivka. And everything, we said, everything that Avram Avinu had, he put into that Shidduch. He gave it over to them so that the job could be done. He left nothing for himself. Which means today the same thing is happening. Everything. Hashem is giving us everything. Mashiach is giving us everything. We are being empowered to do the job and do it right because everything is being given to us to do it right. And we can and we will, and we are. And so, um, so to sum it all up, so it seems, and here in the Sikha it's saying, there's a Chiddush in Shlichus today, or since 30 years ago, that now we see that it's much easier to explain to another Jew, even somebody that didn't have a connection to this, that he also has a responsibility to be a Shliach, to be Mashpia, to influence with his milas and his talents and his abilities Every Jew now, it's easier now to inspire every single Jew that he too, the simplest of Jews, is a mashpia, is a shaliach. Every Jew is a shaliach today. Every Jew was, is being, has the responsibility to be a shaliach and can, and in, and in fact is. And our job is to lift him up to the next level in which he becomes, even for a moment, a mashpia. And at the same time, a simple servant. We go through the same journey that he, he goes through. And Mashiach enables all of us to do that. And of course, those formal shluchim, and even more so those who are formal shluchim. And so, so to end off, it's said, we're seeing here that Sorry. We know that in every generation, there's someone who's born from the seed of Yehuda, who's fit to be the Mashiach for Yisrael. Somebody who's fit because of his qualifications and his righteousness to be the Redeemer, and when the time comes, he is told, and Hashem sends him. And according to the testimony of the Rebbe Yas, 
their egen is shaliyah shabedarinu, the one and only the shaliyah in our generation, their egen is shaliyah shabedarinu, that we've done everything. And we've even, we've finished everything. And now what begins is shlach tabiyat hishlach. The shlichus of kvot kazuz marvichami admer. And from this it's understood that the one thing that it remains now is to be makabal p'nei mashiach t'kenu b'poyom mamash. So that, to receive the mashiach t'kenu b'poyom mamash, so that he can fulfill his shlichus b'poyom and take all yidin out of Golis. So Yehi Ratzim, through this at every shaliach, will fulfill his, with all of his ten kaychas and nefesh, um, will fulfill his shlichas, shlach nabiyat tishlach, we will go into the gula mitzvah shlema. And since we have already finished the avayt of shlichas, then every single shliach can go to the mishaleach amiti, to Hashem, and say, I've done my shlichas, and now the time has come that you should do your shlichas, that the Abishar on Hashem himself on some level is also a Shliach. Magidvar of Liyakov, whatever he tells us to do, he does. So if he tells us to be a Shliach, he himself makes himself, so to speak, into a Shliach. Together with the ten spheres, Asmas and Mutuhus, alone is Kabiyochu Mashiach Tzikenu, we say to Hashem, Shlach Nabiyatishlach, send us Mashiach Tzikenu Bupayom Mamash. And even if there can be one little doubt that Hashem wants to hold us in Gullus one single second more. We say, send us now. We can't wait any longer. The, any pleasure you get, Hashem, from us struggling in Gullus, there will be much greater pleasure from experiencing us in our fullest power in Yemaisa Mashiach. And so, together with the Shlemus of the Avaid of Shlichus, we will have the ultimate shira shirim, the ultimate wedding of Yisrael B'Kutcher B'Richel Kulach of, of, of us and Hashem. And as actually the Rebbe ends here, to take a chlata to learn all of Sefer um, Torah R and the Kutte Torah. And in a way that the feminine will surround the masculine, Hashem, so to speak, will thank each one of us. We will rise to a level of surrounding surrounding the, the, the masculine power that every yid and um and all yidden um will do their vite even if it's not full, even if it's not complete, and Hashem will take us, please God, all yidden to Eretz Kaidish, Yerushalayim, Kaddish Hara, Kaddish Basimitashlishi, Badvuaikar, take us Miyad Mamish. So may we find ourselves as stepping into our full role, powered, knowing that it's not a yoke, it's a privilege, and it's a privilege that more than, more than we want it, Hashem wants it, and He's putting everything He has into enabling us to do this full job of revealing the truth in the world and revealing His light in the world forever and stepping into our level of power that's deeply, intensely deeply humble, and Mirza Hashem will find ourselves now in the Gulamichi Sashlema.
to end off, end off, we want to say that every single Jew is a shaliyah today, and it's not a simple thing to do. It's not a simple union to create, spiritual and physical in the whole world, of truth and falsehood in the whole world, of light and darkness in the whole world. It's not a simple thing to do. And yet we're being empowered from above to do it, and to do it successfully. Yilcham Hashem v'yanateach and nitzeach. In a sense, we've already won the war. As much as we look at the darkness of the world, it's already light. It's just hard to see. Sure looks dark. Um, but because we're being, because on the level of Yudke Vavke, Hashem Olachim, there's no past, present, and future. It's all one piece. So if we will be successful in the future, on some level we're already successful at this moment. So may we step into that role with pride, with energy, with excitement, with a sense of the honor and the merit of being in that role at this moment in history to bring to usher in the Gulami Dispatch Lima.